Welcome to CyberCast, decoding today's cyber issues. I'm your host, Kate Macri. Today is the first episode in the CyberCast ransomware miniseries. This series will feature federal cyber leaders across civilian and defense agencies discussing ransomware trends and how they're working to address ransomware threats. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA, defines ransomware as, quote, a form of malware designed to encrypt files on a device, rendering any files and the systems that rely on them unusable. Malicious actors then demand ransom in exchange for decryption, end quote. CISA hosts a variety of ransomware resources and guides at StopRansomware.gov and encourages federal agencies to report any observed suspicious or malicious cyber activity to CISA as soon as possible. Since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, ransomware incidents have increased exponentially. The FBI's Internet Crime Complaint Center reported a 62% increase in ransomware complaints year over year during the first six months of 2021. In February, CISA said 14 of the 16 critical infrastructure sectors are facing severe ransomware threats. General Paul Nakasone, commander of U.S. Cyber Command and director of the National Security Agency, declared ransomware a national security threat last year and a 2021 report from the tech firm Delinea observed a 200% rise in ransomware attacks since 2019. To further help federal agencies and industry combat the ransomware threat, CISA launched the Joint Cyber Defense Collaborative, or JCDC, in August 2021 to facilitate information sharing around cyber threats and help organizations learn how to address them. Needless to say, there's a lot happening with ransomware right now, and there are a lot of great cyber leaders helping to fight back against malicious cyber actors and cyber criminals. Our first interview in the CyberCast ransomware miniseries is with Joshua Black, director of the Defense Department's Cyber Crime Center, or DC3. Black also leads DC3's contributions to the Defense Criminal Investigative Organizations and Military Department Counterintelligence Organizations. He boasts a 20-year career in IT and cyber counterintelligence and was previously the Deputy Director of the DC3 Cyber Training Academy. Keep listening to learn more about DC3 and Black's priorities for addressing ransomware threats to the defense industrial base. So to start off the conversation today, Joshua, I would love to hear from you what you think are the top cyber crime trends facing the DOD community and defense industrial base right now, and would love to hear if you have any strategies or best first steps for addressing those. Okay, thanks. If we're talking about this through the lens of our vulnerability disclosure program, we look to manage cybercrime in a more pre-incident, left-of-boom approach. However, in respect to our operations enablement directorate and DIB sharing program, ransomware continues to be a trending cybercrime activity. The top two trends impacting the DIB are ransomware and phishing. And in the first quarter of calendar year 22, 
75% of the phishing attacks reported from the DIV were connected to reconnaissance. The, the best first steps in um, cyber defense is always to always understand uh, the exercise, good hygiene and business security. We alongside our partners at FBI, NSA, CISA, CIO and others, we continue to stress the value of programs like BDPs, adherence to the CMMC requirements, cybersecurity uh, training opportunities, and overall safe proactive protection of cyber domains. Can you discuss the role of cyber analytics and the cyber analytics you provide to DOD? Various directorates within DC3 provide analytical, analytical and operational feedback to our wider DOD counterparts and programmatic leaders. These include anything from the information intelligence reports supplied to our IC partners by our operations enablement group to the DIB threat advise, uh, advisories uh, supplied to uh, the CIO by our DIB sharing program uh, called DICE. What kind of cyber training do you provide? And have you seen this make an impact on the federal cybersecurity workforce shortage? In regards to cyber training, DC3 uh, does house the DC3 Cyber Training Academy, whose mission is to design, develop, and deliver cyber training to DOD personnel. The duties might include uh, securing the information systems, counterintelligence, and uh, criminal activities. While OSD uh, would be better suited to comment on kind of the total cyber workforce growth within the DOD, uh, we can say uh, that as DC3's CTA continues to train thousands of members of the cyber workforce annually, we see a more resilient and prepared DOD community in response to the cyber threat incidents and subsequent uh, mitigations. How has the expansion of the DOD VDP program improved DOD and DIB cybersecurity as a whole? And are you able to talk about the timeline in which members of DOD and the DIB are required to report vulnerabilities when they're found? The January uh, 2021 scope expansion uh, by the Deputy uh, Secretary of Defense authorized the DOD Vulnerability Disclosure Program to expand the defense uh, in-depth layer from websites only to all publicly accessible DOD information systems to include industrial control systems, mobile devices, and networks, which significantly uh, reduces the attack surface. Vulnerability reporting uh, through the VDP is separate from the mandatory cyber incident reporting that goes uh, to DICE. Critical and high vulnerabilities are required to be mitigated in seven days. Uh, medium vulnerabilities are in 21 days and low severity vulnerabilities within 60 days. So can you discuss the role of the DCISE and how it's improved or how it improves DIB cybersecurity? Yes, uh, yes. Uh, DICE executes uh, the DIB cybersecurity uh, program. And uh, just to break that out, so DICE is the uh, Defense Industrial Based Collaborative Information Sharing Environment. For the purpose of helping, uh, its real purpose is the helping of contractors protect their DOD information stored on their unclassified networks. DICE enables this through operational collaboration, uh, cyber threat information sharing, cybersecurity services, analysis, and reporting. The program currently supports over 940 companies covering 85% of DOD acquisition dollars. Are there any emerging technologies involved in this program like AI, 
or machine learning, any sort of data analytics involved? Uh, we won't comment on the specific technologies we use, other than to say that those technologies enable us uh, in 2021 to deliver over 62,000 actionable, relevant, timely indicators of compromise. How does OED work with Crows, Army, military intelligence, U.S. Cybercom, DCSA, the FBI, and NCIJTF to address cybercrime threats? And are you able to provide some examples of how you've worked together to address incidents of cybercrimes, especially within the DIB? OED provides DC3 reporting to uh, such as intelligence information reports and cyber intelligence reports uh, derived from various sources on cyber criminal activity to the mentioned agencies you mentioned. Uh, OED analysts also participate in the whole of government ransomware working group with NCIJTF. And OED has its own ransomware focus group uh, that meets monthly with other stakeholders, uh, cyber analysts. DC3 also partners operationally with our counterparts at US Cyber Command and others via embeds and mutualistic training programs. Well, I don't think I have any more specific questions than for you at the moment, unless you wanted to provide a brief overview of DC3 and how it serves the DIM and DOD in general. Well, one thing I can highlight, a, a key change over the past couple of years for DC3 was in January 2021. Uh, DC3 became a field operating agency, which aligned DC3 as a separate agency under the Inspector General of the Air Force. Uh, this new structure and alignment has served as a catalyst for DC3's uh, continuing evolution to best meet Air Force and DOD mission requirements and, en and enhanced our ca capacity and focused on amplifying effects for those who were charged to support. Yeah, so unless there was anything else you wanted to add or anything else you could provide detail on, then I think we should be all set. DC3 is really unique in, in the, the cyberspace in that we have, not only do we have a cyber analysts, we do cyber training, we also do uh, research and development and, and, and such, as well as really looking at the forensics discipline in, in the laboratory. So with that mix, it really gives us a, a unique view into what's going on in the, the cyber environment and really able to support DOD. Ransomware is one of the most severe threats facing federal agencies, their partners and their vendors, and the defense industrial base. Subscribe to and follow Cybercast to learn more about ransomware and to check out our past episodes on ransomware and to keep up with our ransomware miniseries. I'm your host, Kate Macri. Thank you for listening. Cybercast, along with GovCast and HealthCast, is a production of GovCIO Media and Research. For more podcasts and to check out the other shows, head to govciomedia.com. Watch out for new episodes released every Tuesday and Wednesday across our shows. You can follow all of them in your favorite podcast platform. And if you like what you heard, make sure to let us know by leaving a review. And if you have any topics you think we should look into, contact us at newsletter at gcio.com. 